This is the Wednesday, March 30th edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We've got you covered with a variety of NBA action tonight, so sit back and enjoy. We'll get you in and out like we always do in less than 10 minutes. Welcome to the Daily Wager Podcast, presented by DraftKings, America's top-rated daily fantasy app. I'm Doug Kazarian, joined on this Wednesday with Aaron Dolan. How are you, Aaron? Yes, I'm good. Halfway through the week, uh, almost into April, wishing it would warm up a little bit here. I'm sure it's hot, nice and hot in Vegas. Jealous sure. of that. So plug it along. Yeah, plug it along. Well, let's talk with this uh, intriguing game in Boston. Celtics hosting the Heat as four, four and a half point favorites. Mm-hmm. No Robert Williams, as we know. He's the anchor of that defense. But this is a Boston team that's been an absolute wagon, particularly against the number 23 and three, I believe. Uh, overall in their last 26, and they're uh, competing with the one seed now after being left for dead a few months ago, and the Heat struggle a little bit. I I have to take Boston if I'm going to play it at all. Obviously, if Robert Williams mm-hmm. was playing, I'd be all over the Celtics here. I just think the Heat are disjointed too much for my liking, and Boston plays so hard, so well coached. Um, mm-hmm. I just have to have to take Boston, if anything. Yeah, I'm like I'm really struggling with this game. I actually tweeted out I was like, how can I not take the five points with the Heat? Just given their you know 15-6 against the spread, their last twenty one games as an underdog, they're also seven one and one against the spread in their last nine road games. Of course, you got to look at these trends with a grain of salt sometimes. But I don't know. I just there's a feeling that the Heat could potentially keep it close. I mean, both these teams are so defensively well are defensively coached well. Um, so you kind of want to look at that under maybe I need mean, to open two fourteen and a half. It's already been bet down to on some of the books to two thirteen. But yeah, I'm going back and forth on this one. I'm are you expecting that this line is baked in that Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown will play? Out of curiosity? Yeah, everyone's supposed to play. Yeah. But you're right. Uh there was legit injury issues for the absences in Toronto on Monday. It wasn't just like load management or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, I it's I'm going back and forth on this one, but I think I would take the points. Really? Yeah, I, I just can't bet into it, but obviously the Robert Williams injury is significant. I have a few plays I do really, really like. My favorite is the Hornets. It's now up to three. I got some two, two and a halfs this morning. Um, I don't know if it's going to keep going up. It may. It's not going to go down. I know that. It could go yeah. to three and a half or four. Basically, Fournier's out. We've seen the video with Randall. He may want to try to force his way out of New York. And the Hornets just need a win, given where they are in the standings mm-hmm. and coming off a loss. Uh, Nick's got the win the other day against the Bulls, but I really, really like uh, the Hornets tonight, minus three. Okay, awesome. I'm looking at uh, the Suns team total over 113 and a half. They're obviously, you know, on an eight-game win streak. They have a healthy Chris Paul. They're 9-1 and one to their team total over in the last 10 games when playing on the road. They also recently averaged 126 points in the last 10 games overall and 123 in the last 10 away. Of course, with the Warriors, they aren't terrible defensively. Uh, they're allowing 112.5 points per game after this Steph Curry injury. I just think that the Suns could go out there and put up some points, at least get over that 113 and a half seems a little low. So I like the Suns a lot in this game, but I'm a little nervous because the overnight line was six and it's down to four. So do we know if someone's mm-hmm. out or anything like that for the Suns? Let me see. Let me click on player props. I know Iguodala's back for the Warriors, as is Dre. They're all in. And Clay, all uh, Clay, Mon- Clay, Clay Thompson, excuse me. Um, so it's everyone besides Wiseman and Curry. But yeah, I'm, I'm big on the Suns team. I think they're awesome. Uh, they're just, I just want, I want to keep betting them as much as I can in these types of situations like Philly on Sunday, I think it was, or Saturday covered the three. (laughs) They're just an absolute machine. And I think the Warriors off a long road trip, it's the first home game. So that feels like the last, you know, another road game, if you will, in terms of on the body and the legs. Um, I, I just don't 
believe in them. I mean, this, the team total may be the way to go, perhaps. And I like that you want the game team total because they do. The Suns do lead the NBA in second half scoring. So you know, we talk about splits oh, all the time. Stat. Like Denver is such a big drop off after the first half to second half. So if mm-hmm. I do a team total with Denver, I typically do first half just because they're in the bottom ten in second half scoring, and that's like an issue Mike Malone's been addressing. But in terms of the Suns. Uh, I have to like do more research here, but I, I, I like the minus four too. Okay. Love that. And uh, I have a couple other. I'm going to do the Grizzlies first quarter team total over largely. Because I figured the, that the Spurs, <laughs> the Spurs are such a high paced team and things like that. The other day was such a weird game. They had like 20, but then they had like 40 something in the second quarter. So a strange game. I'm also looking at the Pelicans. This, this uh, like a team total or something in the mm-hmm. first quarter. Uh, twenty nine and a half is your team total in the first quarter. I think they fly over that. This Blazers team is terrible, and Chauncey Billups is undermanned, so they they're mm-hmm. um, they're pushing the pace. So uh, I like them. I mean, they're laying five in the first quarter. That's a huge number. So I'm going to focus on the team total twenty nine and a half, and uh, I just think they you know they light it up. Yeah, I definitely want to look at some player props for that, but they're still not listed just yet, probably because it's such a late game. Um, two other things I'm looking at, Houston's actually ranked first in the last 15 games in opponent three-point percentage. They've actually been defending the perimeter well for as bad of a team as they are. Uh, so maybe look at uh, Harrison Barnes under one and a half made threes. It's at plus money. He's three for 10 in two games against Houston, but we'll mention he is averaging 1.9 made threes per game this season. Another one I like, and it's a little... It is a little risky, and I know that, but Nikola Jokic over points, rebounds, and assists, it's at 48 and a half. I've seen it as high as 49 and a half on some of the books. It's only half a point higher than a season average at 48 and a half. And the Pacers are a bottom 10 team in terms of opponent three point percentage, field goal percentage in the last 15. They're terrible in terms of defending assists. I mean, Jokic, I just feel could feast in this. Obviously, if it becomes a blowout, there is potential that he could sit for some time of this but he has hit this number in three of the last four and i just think with the narrative around mvp and everything that's going on i could see him putting up some gaudy numbers tonight yeah for sure for sure i can see that and then but he also just plays with himself and usually with himself is good enough so um, yeah for sure keep in mind i uh what was i gonna say um it is gonna be fascinating how this mvp race comes down the end i wouldn't bet it right now we talked about it on the show Mm -hmm. um but you know, there is, there's a lot of excitement surrounding it. So Last night didn't it help Embiid. Plays out. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> well, wins, it'll come down to wins, but Embiid's been great. I mean, Embiid, like, Doc messed up yesterday, sitting both Harden and Embiid, and that's when the uh, Bucks got back in the game. So, Yeah, I saw they were a little, little, t- fault. little feuding there. Right. There were some things exchanged. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for this edition of the Daily Wager Podcast. We'll see you back later tonight in our usual time slot, 6 Eastern, ESPN2. Enjoy the day and good luck tonight.